welcome to the Kids Do Interviews podcast. This is a podcast where kids do interviews. I'm Zach. I'm Elsie. And I'm Welcome to the Kids Do Interviews podcast. I'm Elsie, Libby and Zach are with me today for a special episode about poetry. Mera Trillum, a.k.a. Trevor Millen, <laughs> is a poet. He writes poems. There will be some of his poems included today. Welcome to the podcast, Trevor. Well, thank you. That was a beautiful introduction. We'll start with some questions from Zach. Hi, Trevor. Well, hi, Zach. Is this the first interview you've done? No. Why did you start doing poetry? Oh, straight into the difficult questions, I see. Um, well, I, I used to be asked that question a lot when I visited schools. Um, and I, the only answer I can really think of is when I was at school, uh, this was at secondary school, I started writing rhymes about my teachers. Um, and they weren't very good, to be honest. But they used to get me a lot of laughs, uh, not from the teachers. Um, but and so I, you know, it made me quite popular. So I thought, oh, okay. So I carried on writing these really dreadful poems about uh, teachers and other things, and it kind of grew from there. Um, and then there was a bit of a gap, and then I became a teacher. Uh, after quite a long while, and uh, I started writing poems about my um, the kids in school, and they loved it. Uh, so I started there, and I just carried on. What is your favourite poem that isn't your own? <laughs> I should have prepared some answers, shouldn't I? <laughs> um, my favourite poem is a really old-fashioned one. It's, it's called uh, To Autumn uh, by a poet called John Keats. Um, and it begins, season of mists and mellow fruitfulness, close bosom friend and maturing sun, conspiring with him how to load and bless with fruit the vines around the thatches run. What is the funniest poem you've ever written, and can you tell it to us? <laughs> no. Um, what is the funniest poem I've written? Um, let me just have a think. Um, well, so, you see, some people find certain poems funny and um you know others don't you must find that sometimes you think something's really really funny and somebody else goes yeah well yeah what's funny about that so um i do quite like the one uh, which i can't do i might be able to do a bit of it it's called exploding heads and it's about a head a head teacher who blew up um when he was taking an assembly um what how does it begin when the day had exploded, he was up on the stage in his usual way, hands clasped together, about to say, let us pray. When all of a sudden, I don't know what was the matter, he went quite berserk and grew fatter and fatter. Everyone looked up at the expanding figure in front of them. Oh, well, he was in the stage in the terrible tears. His eyes were rotating, his tongue went fizz. And then, I forget a little bit, but what it ends up with, and then he blew up with a furious kapow. <laughs> and... So on and so forth. There's a few more verses. I can send it to you. Thank you. We have goats next door to us. 
Do you have any experience with farm animals? <laughs> You've been primed on this one. Um, yeah, a long while ago, a long while ago, we had a goat um, in the shed. It's quite a good shed. It's not a wooden shed. It's a proper brick shed. Um, that I think once was a blacksmith shed. And um, there was, uh, there used to be a children's, uh, sort of an orphanage, I suppose you'd call it, um, uh, in the village. Um, and they had a, what they called a pet goat, but she wasn't much of a pet. And I think they, wanted, they needed to get rid of her for some reason. And we volunteered to take this goat. And her name was Monday. I don't know why. Um, and uh, she was quite a big girl and she still had horns. Uh, my wife used to truck milk or tried to milk the goat. Not that I liked goat's milk. And because she was so strong and didn't necessarily want to be milked, uh, we used to, to get her in the shed in the morning before I went to school. And I would hold her horns with one hand and her rump with the other and press my head against her side to keep her against the wall while she was milked, which wasn't the way I wanted to start the day, to be honest. And I would also get some very strange looks while I went to school with these long blonde hairs on my coat. <laughs> have you written a book? I have written a book. I have written lots of books, actually. Um, yeah, yeah, some of them are... Um, well, a few of them are poetry books, but uh, quite a lot of them are, what to you, would probably be quite boring books about for teachers about, you know, how to do poetry and uh, how to use computers and things like that. Elsie has a few questions now. Okay, Elsie, come along. How would you get inspiration for your poems? That's another very good question. Um, well, like I said earlier, uh, when I was teaching, uh, I used to get inspiration from things around me. I used to get inspiration from the, from the kids I was teaching because, you know, there's a lot of funny kids and they have a lot of interesting habits and they say interesting things. Um, so that was, that started me off. Um, and I used to write, I used to write about school a lot. And my first book of poem was called Warning, Too Much Schooling Can Damage Your Health which was the kind of message they used to have on cigarette packets. Um, and then I suppose like any writer will tell you, you don't know when, what is going to inspire you. Um, recently, I have set myself a challenge to write a poem every week uh, in aid of the wildlife trusts who are raising money um, to get more of the country uh, wildlife friendly. So I got people to sponsor me and I send them an email with a poem in every week. Uh, so I've had to get inspiration every week, whether I wanted to or not, somehow to send out a poem. Um, and a lot of it has been about, um, you know, what's in the garden, uh, birds and things that are growing. But to be honest, I'm always wondering what the next week poem's going to be about. So if you've got anything to inspire me, maybe I'll write about you next time. Thanks. That would be nice. <laughs> we can see, can't we? It might be a limerick. How could a younger person get inspiration? It's the same answer, really. You just look at things around you. 
because um, when I've been working in schools and trying to help uh, young people to write, um, I try to get them to think about what their own lives, their own things around them. Um, and you end up writing about, you might start off quite silly, you know, you might be writing about school dinners or something, or what's in your, um, you know, what's in your pack up. Um, but those can sometimes turn into, into quite nice little poems. Um, or quite often you can take someone else's poem and do your own version. I see that Libby's done that with, um, with one of mine. Or you could do it with the same idea with 10 little school children. You know, you could you could do um, ten little spacemen or ten little dinner ladies, and you know, work out your own, and then that gets you going. Once you get going, you think, oh, I could do something else, and it leads you on to other things. What would your advice be to a child who gets frustrated because they can't find a rhyming word? Don't rhyme. Libby now has a few questions and a poem to share with you. Excellent. Did you write poems when you were a child? Yeah, well, not when I was very little. Um, I, as I said um, a bit earlier, I didn't really start writing poems until I got to secondary school. We weren't encouraged to write poems at my primary school. Um, nothing so interesting. Um, and we weren't encouraged to write poems when I went to secondary school, but I did anyway. Um, so, uh, yeah, I didn't start till I was 11 or 12, really, and I didn't really stop after that. I have written a poem. Would you like to hear it? I'm desperate to hear it. These are my Spoonerism poems. Facetitude, Teens on Boast, Chish and Fips, Pepperoni Pezza, Packet Potatoes and Jeans, Sand... <laughs> Sam Handwich. My second one is called My, my Favourite Fanimals. <laughs> Pedranda, the Sambu and Bing Shoots. <laughs> Phonic Fex, the Rickens and Chabbits. Pint Janda, the Ball Tambu. How can we improve our poems? <laughs> Sorry, I'm still laughing. Um, <laughs> um, how can you improve your poems? Well, after you've written one, you mean? Yes. Um, well, you, a lot of writers say different things. Um, sometimes something comes out first time quite well, and sometimes it comes out and you look at it and you think, hmm, not sure about that. And then you just have to leave it, leave it for a day, and you come back to it, look at it again, and think, why, why doesn't that sound right? Read it out loud, that's the thing. Read it out loud. How does it sound? You know, does it, does it, does it sound nice as you, as you read it? Um, if not, what, what's the word that's upsetting it? Or does it feel like it needs an extra word in it because, you know, the rhythm's not quite right? You just have to use your ear as much as your eyes. That's, that's my advice. And then every you know every word must count. That's the thing. Yeah, you shouldn't be able to cut any word out. Every word should be absolutely necessary. That's easy to say. I just said it. It was easy to say, um, but it's not so easy to do, to be honest. Where can we find out more about your books? 
Uh, how can you? Well, you could go to my website, um, which I can send you, or if you can remember it, it's called Mouse and Muse, all one word, not Mouse and Mouse, Mouse and Muse. Co.uk. Um, or you can just Google me. You should find, be able to find stuff there. Thank you for talking to us today, Trevor. Well, are you going to uh, read any more poems to me? Yes. I'm going to read your poem, Spring in the Farmyard. <laughs> See if you can do it without... When I, when I do that one, I always make a mistake somewhere. But anyway, go on. See if you can. Spring in the Yarnfard. The matchy owl, the malcoo, the the bog dark, the kitchen pooed, the scritching chalk, the surge bang, the crook dacked, the birch rails chang. And then after all the dacking and the changing, the chalking and the banging, the dang, the darking and the pooing, the kiowing and the cooing, there was a beautiful moment of of quiz and pieates. Very well done. <laughs> it's difficult, isn't it? <laughs> That's the lovely thing about playing with words and spoonerisms and things like that. Uh, yeah, and if you just just have a, when you, if you want to write, just have a try and have a bit of fun with it. Uh, and if you feel you have to rhyme, and you, you really shouldn't have to, but sometimes it's fun to rhyme, um, I've got some rhyming dictionaries, uh, and my, my best one is, is for young people, and it's called Black's Rhyming and Spelling Dictionary. And that's when I get stuck, because I've decided I am going to rhyme, that's what I pick up first, and it's really, really useful. And sometimes gives me ideas as well. Shall I read you another one? Yeah, will you? Ten little school children standing in a line one opened her mouth too far and then there were nine. Nine little school children, try not to be late. One missed the school bus and then there were eight. Eight little school children in the second eleven. One was an ankle and then there were seven. Seven little school children trying out some tricks. One went a bit too far and then there were six. Six little school children opened. Pink teacher won't arrive. One flicked a paper dot and then there were five. Five little school children standing by the door. One tripped the teacher up and then there were four. Four little school children longing for the tea. One was kept in after school and then there were three. Three little school children working by the loo. Teachers of puff was smoke and then there were two. Two little school children think that Think that fights are fun. One got blue nose and then there was one. One little school child playing in the sun. Whistle blue, buzzer went, and then there were none. Hurrah! <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that read quite so fast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your poems. Well, you're very welcome. Um, I'll have to send you another one, won't I? I've got one I think you might like. Um, Called Valerie Mallory and Sue, who knew, went to school on a kangaroo. I think you might like that one. <laughs> Thank you for talking to us today, Trevor. It's been a pleasure and much more enjoyable than I expected. Follow us on Twitter at Kids Do Interviews or send us an email at kidsdointerviews at gmail.com and please do us a review. 
I'm Elsie, and with me was Zach, Libby, and Trevor Miller. <laughs>